previously on Knoxville by Night, Charlie, Jake, Olivia, and Frank wake up in the mirror room. There is a pile of gloop in the floor, and one mirror is cracked and has a piece on the floor. The new group, that we're calling them, investigates the room, then eventually the cabin, and they are in. They realize that they're in the exact same place, minus all their stuff being there. Frank investigates the room more when he finds the broken piece. He can see to the other side and sees Oliver, Pete, Trey, and Tucker laying on the ground. In the cabin, the rest of the group continues their investigation till Charlie hears, then sees a giant wolf approaching them. He recognizes it as his son's Oliver wolf form, but bigger. They retreat inside where Olivia starts calling his name which causes him to stop. Coming to Oliver's side is a perfectly fine Kelly Chambers, the girl that was killed with Oliver. Oliver changes from his form and starts to talk with the group on what they are doing there. Eventually, Mia Connor walks up and causes everyone to check their sanity. So, gets everyone inside. Uh, she eventually gets everyone inside in the group um, where she informs the group on what happened to get from one side to the other. They were transported through a doorway that's in the mirror room with the blood ruins and caused them to get transported to this realm. Something happened. They shouldn't have come to this reality. She informs them what they are now, where they are now, where the masquerade does not exist and vampires rule the world in this universe and they hunt magical beings. Mia puts a protection spell over the group to keep them concealed from prying eyes and set them off to repair the mirror. And that's where the group is left off. Um, we're still later in the day of Saturday. I'll move this away. <clears throat> so it is Saturday night. Uh, the group decides that they're going to go see their grandmother. Um, what, what did y'all call her? Nona. Nona. Go see Nona off into her place. Going to be led there by Mia. Um, this universe's Oliver, we'll call him Oliver B, is going to um, stay behind with the rest of the group and try to conjure up some uh, forces, quote, air quote, forces. And so, uh, what do y'all want to do? Uh, I guess I'm just going to wait until, I'm going to wait until we um, get to Nona's house. I guess, I guess on our way to Nona's house, I'm probably still just like awestruck that a version of my mom is here. So I'm trying not to freak out, but also trying to like talk to her and spend time with her to, you know, pretend like that she is my version of my mom. <laughs> That's probably what I'm doing. You should totally freak out. I'm going to find booze. <laughs> well, that shouldn't be a problem because this universe still has booze. Fantastic. <laughs> I will be joining uh charlie in that uh somewhat grudgingly <laughs> uh because the thought of being around him is annoying but i also need booze second <laughs> i i'm a i'm a trendsetter okay so everyone is going with mia to uh nona's house right yeah yes okay Nobody wants to stay behind. Nobody wants to. Okay. So. Um, Mia directs you. To um, you follow her and she's telling you about what has happened. And just kind of giving you um, all a heads up on the world that you're in. And she tells you that right after, directly after World War II, 
a uh, they, when they were testing the nuclear bomb, bomb went off, destroyed one of the blood gods of one of the clan vampire clans, which caused um, all of his blood kind. This is how she's explaining it because she doesn't know the full details, but his blood kind to frenzy and start going on a murder spree, which caused other vampires all around the world to wake up or the blood gods anyway. And this caused a great divide in the world overall. North America is considered a neutral site, but you're going to see uh, remnants of what's called of the four different factions that are here. Since it is a neutral site, you're going to see uh, da, 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 da. Let me those notes. Uh, Church of the Holy Mother, the Monarchist, the Rat Horde, and the Army of the Dead. That sounds amazingly pleasant. I don't All want to see children. any of those. Is Bruce, is Bruce Campbell involved? We can uh, have maybe. Never mind. But um, he informs you, or she informs you, that all four of these are basically descendants of clans and about what their deity is. And she doesn't go into much detail because when it all, you know, in North America, it was one of the last spots to get there from these uh, European countries and uh, Asia and Africa where it's made most of its mark, but they have slowly got to North America and they have, you know, considered it a neutral area. So there's still some knowledge of it. She can give you the heads of them, uh, who leads them. Um, you won't really, you won't interact with them very much. Wink, wink. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, they still have a hold. Uh, the Rokewoods, are still in control of Knoxville, and they are a uh, neutral group as well. They uh, they started off in one clan, but eventually uh, peeled off at some point. But they're still in control of the city. And by that time, she gets you to a vehicle and uh, decides to drive you into the city. What does the vehicle look like? Is it what we would consider modern, or is it like something from the 40s? Something from the 40s. Hmm. Um, picture, old car. picture Fallout, almost. Okay. So, uh, I'm going to go out on a limb. Basically, technology probably hasn't advanced much in the last... No. 50 or 60 years? Not at all. But you do have cell phones. Well, there, there are cell phones, but um, that was only a way to communicate to other survivors and stuff like that that don't have you know, special magical powers or their um, other abilities to communicate with other people. So they still created cell phones, but Vehicles became somewhat obsolete with all these uh, different, uh, well, other beings out there that can run faster than vehicles can travel and, you know, some that just don't care. So it's probably about, the vehicles probably look like they're in the 60s. Mm. Minus the fact that they're, well, they might, they might still be kind of muscle cars, but they might have switched to plastic stuff but we'll see um but it's a she basically their version of a station wagon and uh drives you into town um so you got about a half an hour car ride y'all want to talk about anything ask any questions so how do we kill vampires there's <laughs> that's complicated question <laughs> Okay, so before we do that, 
question for our lovely DM here. So our stuff wasn't with us, obviously. But if my gun had been on my person, would it have come with me through the portal? Whatever you had on your person um, on the time of that hiking trail is what you would have had on you. So Excellent. we said that uh, Jake had a first aid kit on him. Or you, he used One yours. Of those, we both had them. I think you both had them. Since his EMT background, he probably had just a primitive one. Same thing with you. One. I know you're also out, like potentially running into something. So I'll say if you had, you know. Because we all had our guns pointed at the, the Nazi. Well, we know of at least two people that did. I did. Frank and uh, Charlie. But we'll say, like, if you brought a weapon with you on that trail, then you have a weapon with you. And it had silver bullets. <laughs> just just so I know for. for it does. Anyway, <clears throat> you can continue with that. Uh, but to answer your question, the best thing to do is to uh, stakes kind of work, but not really. Um, cut off their head and burn their body. Mostly. Well, I was training to be a fireman. <laughs> I mean... We'll have to find you an axe. How about we just avoid the vampires altogether if we can and just, just get back home? That seems like the she safest laughs at plan. That. Yeah, good luck with that. We're going into Knoxville. We're going into a heavily populated city. There's going to be vampires. Can we just? Is it daylight right now? Can they come out in daylight? Let's see. I think we left off. It was... Uh, so yeah, it's still daylight. Um, we'll say it's about four o'clock. Probably by the time you get there, it'll be closer to five. So the sun hasn't completely gone down yet. Wonderful. Since we already determined it takes about half an hour to get to almost any spot. Yeah, we're real, we're real loose on Knoxville <laughs> geography. <laughs> oh, so yeah. Um, She'll just basically inform you to, you know, kind of keep to yourself. Just stay with her. They're just going to drive straight to your grandmother's house or her mother's house. And uh, she's got a spell over the car that no one's going to really pay attention to it. Uh, it's still going to. Uh, so why does Nona still live so much in Knoxville if. If she's magical, wouldn't that be very unsafe for her? She's very powerful, and she has a very, very good spell. And you know, she's an older lady; nobody really backs her. Don't mess with them, old ladies. It will not end well. Always respect the pointy black hat. Mm-hmm. But she's very. Um, she has a logic, lot of magical powers. And she's been in that house for a very long time. And it has become a thing to where, you know, she's put enough magic into the house. Um, keep it away from prying eyes. Or even if you're looking directly at it, you wouldn't really notice it. Is our dad gotcha. still alive here? Uh, yeah. He's also magical. Oh my god. He has he has a slight thing of it, um, but he likes to take he likes to um, he kind of stopped his uh, magical growth when he can turn it turn himself into a sh old shaggy dog. Oh yeah, that's so cute. <laughs> oh, I love that. Wait, I... <sighs> are my parents still? Oh. No. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> so, uh, Charlie, if you're, no offense, but if your mom and dad were still alive, whose side do you think they would be on? I mean, that's a fair point. Well, actually. <laughs> so here, you know, your grandparents still moved away during uh, German, uh, Nazi rule. They still made it over here. They changed their name. And since it did take a few years before um, 
vampires started making their way here and started really hunting uh, werewolves that were here. You know, and uh, by the time they finally got to your parents, um, I think your parents died when you were in, uh, right before we were married. Oh, so they like been dead. Oh, well, you don't have to go through their their death twice at least. Yeah, you You didn't miss much. No. (laughs) (sighs) Ah. Interesting. So you said there there are fifteen Rookwoods. They're all they're all born, or they all turned, and they just take the last name. We don't have that many. Are they clones? No, they're just, uh, you have the main father figure. Um, I think he just got power hungry from his other clan, and he decided he wanted to go out on his own, which caused him to kind of want to start his own group. And, of course, during that time when vampires were starting to move into cities, um, they were fighting the gain control of, you know, territories. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, Mr. Rookwood, that's the only way I know him, I think. Uh, Alan, correct me, is it? Uh, Abraham. Abraham, thank you. Yeah. Abraham Rookwood um, started, he started, he started embracing some new members which has eventually grown so he could maintain control of the knoxville and surrounding county area and in order to do that he had to embrace more and make his tribe larger so he took some in that were uh, independent uh he turned people over but there's still you know remnants of other uh, independent vampires in the city. Um, I know you have at least Bella in there, um, but I, I, that's an independent. And then you have, um, like I said, this version of Mr. Gray that you know, um, he just recently got here um, because one of the larger clans is trying to make a power play into this area. So there's a little mm. bit of unrest. Uh, with other vampires. Gotcha. What clan is he? Uh, a minty is what it's called. They're uh, and, what, and what are they like? Are they? Um, very dark. They use shadows. Um, tend to keep to themselves, uh, very, uh, what's the word, uh, kind of necromancy in a sense, you know, underworld kind of things. Um, they're, they're more keep to themselves, but they're interested in this area for whatever reason. Hmm. Yeah, we, uh. We don't know a whole lot about the uh, different clans at the moment. Still getting, you know, getting the hang of that whole thing. So, Well, the four major ones that are here, you have what's called Draconis, which I believe... Is what the Rokewood started off as, but not a hundred percent sure. Um, I know they have some that were. I know they have at least one that was an Ishtari, which um, Ishtari is. Uh, they're m- mostly from Italy. They're the ones who have what's called the Holy Mother, the Church of the Holy Mother, um, Draconis. Has uh, diminished uh, the monarchy. Then you have, uh, as I said, the Amenti, which are the dark underworld, you know, type of group. And then 
you have the uh, uh, Nosferatu. All right. They're the ones with the uh, the rat horde. Isn't there a movie named Nosferatu? A classic film. Uh, they're very ugly individuals. They're aptly named. Um, horrifying. Um, this terrier, you know, typically more beautiful to look at. Um, very seductive in a sense. That just that sounds terrible. Complete opposite of the Amenti. So how can we tell if somebody's a vampire? You won't be able to tell. Oh, great. Love that. Well, if their humanity's low enough, you'll be able to see their true form, which is terrifying to look at for um unless you have some type of magical sense. Um Hey, I I have some type of magical sense. You'll be able to recognize them by their auras, and um, if you have that, or if you have uh, most of them that you're going to see around are, uh, you're going to see them in their true form. Um, others, you're not, you're, you wouldn't really notice because either they're not powerful enough, or they just, you know. So, would it be, you know, rude to call Nosferatu rat fuckers? <laughs> would, they, would they take unkindly to that? Uh, Charlie, I think probably. anybody would. Well, I just, I just want to, like, you know, gauge what my response. I, this, 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 is, this is insane. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I just, a lot of stress. So, Jake, how do you feel about hearing all of this for the first time? Um, I really, really want that drink. <laughs> I like father, like son. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> so you, um, you make it over to her mother's house. Same exact house, but when you first, uh, let's see. Uh, Charlie, uh, make that, um, what is it, since the, uh, yeah, yeah ma- make that roll for me real quick. Who successes? Okay, um, when you start to stare at it, like really trying hard to stare at it, um, since you only got two successes, um, you basically see a rundown house when you're pulling up into the driveway. Uh, right before you get to the driveway, you're looking, and you see like an old rundown house. You know, looks like it belongs in in Detroit rather than in Knoxville. But as soon as you pull into the driveway, and Mia says, "Here we are," you see the house for what it is in its true form. All right, which is just it's normal house. Um, okay, so it's not anything fancier than than what would we expect. No, no, no. It's probably okay. the exact same house. You know. Gotcha. All right. So. So she uh, leads you all in. Uh, she comes knocking on the door. <clears throat> I have to do a different voice. So am I the only one that sees the normal house? Does everyone else see it as a rundown wreck? Well, everyone kind of uh, not really has a rundown wreck. Um, well, let's see. Jake would see it somewhat as a normal house. Um, Olivia would. Yes. Luke, your character doesn't have anything to sense anything. You have. That's right. Okay. Then, yeah, once you look at it with that eye, you just notice that there's these kind of a rundown place. But, you know, you see it more when she when she says, you know, here we are. Like, but everyone else kind of sees that just somewhat of a normal house. 
We go in. Well, she knocks on the door. Sophia comes to the door and she opens the door and she just pauses Hi. as she sees the faces of uh, what was her you know, alive grand, uh, oldest grandson. Her favorite um, son. And then seeing her alive son and then seeing her alive son-in-law. And and this very strange girl. <laughs> I prefer to think of myself as undead. But she yeah. she blinks for a second. <laughs> uh, she blinks for a second, and then Mia's just like, "I hope you have moonshine." Moonshine, <laughs> you say? So she leads you all inside, and whoever um, wants a drink can get it. Absolutely. Which I assume is everybody. Everybody. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you have any cheesecake to go with this moonshine? <laughs> I just, I just go up and hug her. I already had that weird experience with um, Mia and Oliver, so I Olivia's probably hanging back, even though she really wants to hug her. So she'll. Uh... She'll definitely give you a big hug back. Um, but then she just, she lets go for a second. She's still holding on to you, and she just looks at your sister, Mio. Something must have happened. Yeah, Ma, something, something did happen. You think? Uh, the, the portal was opened. And they came through. And she lets you go. And she goes into another room for a second. And she comes back out. Your dad is still sitting on a couch. Just no longer watching whatever he was watching. He's just, just sitting there staring at, at everyone in there. Um, he's... Uh, Actually, you know what? I want to change that because of uh, I'm being influenced by my dog. He is currently sitting on the couch, curled up in his dog form. Um, Can testify, very cute. <laughs> um, so he's sleeping in his dog form, not really, you know, moving much. But uh, Sophia comes back out. She's holding a spell book, and she uh, mutters a few things, and then. Um, when she kind of looks back up, she and she looks at all of you, and she's like, oh, almost knowing that you do not belong here. You're not her actual son, her actual son-in-law. She notices that you're her granddaughter. Oh, she does. Like that, you are a granddaughter of some kind. <laughs> but uh, she she instinctively knows that you're real, but you're not hers. And um, she asked Mia what happened. And she asked all of you what happened. Well, Nona, hi, I'm Oliver's twin. Not your Oliver, but you know, hello. So great to meet you. You have the best cheesecake. Um, yeah. He's the good twin. <laughs> there, was, there was a Nazi with patchwork skin made of other people's skin. and. Charlie shot the Nazi and his blood sprayed on a mirror and we all woke up here. <laughs> Hello. So what happened to the mirror? Cracked. And a piece of it came out that we carry and it's like a walkie-talkie to our universe. Do you show her this? Yes. I don't know who has it, actually. I can't say that. Who has Frank has it, I think. Or Mia? One of them ended up with well, it. Yeah, I, I gave it to Mia. Okay, um, then Mia will show her this broken piece, and your and Sophia grabs it, inspects it for a bit, um, mutters a few words that you assume are Latin, and uh, the thing starts to glow a little bit more. 
And geez, ah, okay. Okay, so if this happened, oh boy. Um, I don't like that oh boy. I assume you want to go home at some point. Well, yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh. But that does not seem like it's coming. You can go home. Okay. But? I just don't know how to get you there. So how do you know we can go home? I've seen it done before. Um, let me phrase that. I have seen it done before. I have helped with somebody get back over to the other side or wherever they came from. But I cannot do it alone. You need some very important parts and... I assume for wherever you came from, um, they would have to do something very similar and repair it. And it was not that difficult for the last time I saw this happened. Um, but apparently they come from a more magical universe or where there is more magical beans i don't really know um but you can get back through there's just some important ingredients that you'll need to get and um you're gonna need a lot of magic users and a couple of specific powerful magic users and i don't even know if most of my connections are still alive that's Ooh. just <laughs> fantastic. So how hard is it to learn magic since apparently it runs in the family? Uh, that would take a lot longer. Well, to do this. It would take a lot longer. You could actually, you know. Learn a spell yourself if you wanted to, if you just sat down and took time to actually learn it and uh, have the right ingredients. And um, you could technically do a spell, a low level, a, a very, very low spell, but you could do something. Um, do you know Latin? Fuck. Uh, no. No. Um. Well, we can get to that. Um, right now, okay, she starts looking around. You're fine. You're fine. She looks at Frank for a second, and her eyes kind of widen for a second. She's like, okay. And then looks at Charlie, and she's like, okay, that, that's, that's fitting. Uh, Charlie, you're clearly a werewolf. I don't know what talking about. That, 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 you wound me with your words. We prefer the term, um, uh, fur impaired. I can't keep a straight face. No, you're right. I'm a werewolf. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie, this woman already does not like you. Can we not push? Yeah. I'm going to, I want to whack Charlie upside the back of the head. Not enough to do damage, but just a whack outside the head. Uh, you do so. <laughs> um, Optional canine. That's that's what we prefer. And Frank, canine American, you with her hands out, you know, asking for your hands. Just when was the last time you had a fix? A what? Uh, well, when was it, Alan? Do you remember? Is uh, been a week, or almost at least a week. Yeah, I'll say it's been a week. And I doubt if your unit, if your where you come from, is similar to ours. 
I doubt this version, if he, if they even still exist, over here, um, could help you. But you could still hold on for a second. She she goes in the back room and uh, leaves you all to conversate for a bit. And she comes back in about ten to fifteen minutes. She says, "Here, drink this." This is not pure, but it will kind of lessen the edge. Do you drink it? I had an edge. Yeah, I will drink it. Um, It tastes somewhat similar to Mr. Gray's blood, but it's almost like, uh, you know, making sweet or making sweet tea with fake sugar. Or zero, zero, zero calorie, low sugar, whatever, uh, like Coke Zero in a sense. You know, it's it kind of tastes the same, oh. but you know it's not. Why would my mother do this to me? This will help with your thirst or for your withdrawals mainly. Not be as severe. Um this should hold you over for a bit, but it's not going to suffice for the real thing. Jake, how do you feel about this? Or better yet, Olivia, how do you feel about this as well? He revealed that Frank was flood bonded. Or no. Did that not happen last episode? Yes. It was revealed, but. Uncle Frank. Um. Are you addicted to vampire blood? Because I feel like that's something we should know. Specifically, Mr. Grace? Is that, is that why you seem like all, like, super buddy-buddy with him? Okay, look. Mr. Gray, he, yes, I went to work for him, and he gave me some blood. And remember, this was all to help keep all of us safe. But I don't feel I'm addicted to it. It's Really, really good. But, you, but I'm not. I'm not addicted. Yeah, but Frank, isn't that the same way you feel about alcohol? And I think we all know how that relationship is. Mm. Well, now, what is that supposed to mean, young lady? <laughs> I'm just saying that maybe we should, you know, not play things, you know, under what they are. Uh, if, am, if you're addicted, we just need to know so we can cope with that in case, God forbid, we run into this Mr. Gray and if he has some kind of control over you across alternate universes. Uh, Anthony, at this point, that's, uh, that's something I wonder about. Do I feel, I mean, it's not my Mr. Gray, so do I feel cut off from, like, the source of my... my uh, Loyalty, my devotion, whatever, because it's not the same vampire. You still feel loyal, but your loyalty feels like it's very far away that you can't okay. explain it. You know, you okay. feel like it's still there. You're still attached, but in the sense that you know, it's like a yearning feeling. Okay. And uh, so with that, first thing, uh, Sophia's eyes get really big when you say Mr. Gray. <laughs> I didn't say it. They did. <laughs> and uh, she starts to become a little terrified. And then she just kind of shrugs it off. And, okay, Frank, Frankie. Yeah, Ma. How many times have you, have you taken from him? I think it was twice, wasn't it, Ellen? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, so you're not you're not bad. You're you're still in the early stages of it. So, you know, it'll be a little the, bit easier to get over than somebody the, who's been doing it for years. The early early stages of what? Of being blood bonded with a vampire. 
Oh, that could never, he would never do that to me. He's my friend. I mean, my employer. My patron. <laughs> my, he's my, he's, he's oh, awesome. He's a really good guy. Oh, Frank. Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, you... This is that guy that I met at your place at one time, right? Yeah. yeah. Very distinguished, very handsome man, very full of power, kind of, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, uh, tone it down, Frank. Just uh, tone it down. Okay, yeah, um, Charlie, from the way you just said, yeah, is there something I should know about uh, Mr. Gray from that encounter? Uh, nope. <laughs> I'm going nope. to roll wits plus empathy on that. <laughs> yep, I will roll wits, uh, no, manipulation plus uh, subterfuge. <laughs> oh, Olivia's going to have to roll it, too, because she definitely is making a face. Uh, what is it going to be? What's the, what would be the role, Anthony? Uh, wit Sumterfudge. Sumterfudge. Wait, wits or manipulation? Uh, you manipulation, uh, since you're trying to trick me. Uh, yeah, manipulation. All right. Well, I'm rolling two, so this is not going to go well for dear Olivia. I got one success. I didn't fail. God bless. Oh, oh, Charlie, oh, no. no. Oh. Even Olivia rolled better than you, and she's just statistically a bad liar. You <laughs> rolled six die, and I rolled two. And I got... Okay. Two ones, so I will... Uh, Are you taking that beat? I guess I'm taking that beat. <laughs> Damn. You're going to be so, taking some kind of beat here in a minute, I think. <laughs> so Charlie tries to say you're fine. We're fairly certain that you're that you're okay. What he actually says is you're fine. You're a fairy and we're certain of it. <laughs> oh no. Uh... You mean like with little wings? <laughs> are, they, are they a thing? Oh God! You're listen. It's don't you know? It's not a thing. You're everything is perfect. We're all fine here. How just how as, are you? You're just as God made you. We all we all love you, baby. We know you're born this way. <sighs> I'm looking around for that moonshine. Um, it's, uh, it's there. By that time, your grandfather wakes up from his nap and his, he just, <laughs> the tail starts to wag when it sees Frank. When it sees Charlie, it stops. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but you see, he, he hops up, gets out. Uh, into one of the bedrooms, you hear a noise, and he comes out with some clothes on, and Millie comes up to his son, hugs him, hugs yes. you, Jake. Um, uh, Sophia makes a... Uh, she's going to look and do some research. And uh, while that's happening, in Universe A, that's how we're going to call it, Oliver... He's getting on the phone, and he's calling his Aunt Rivera. Uh, Aunt Rivera? Oliver? <laughs> um, something happened. Uh, are you with Mr. Gray? I am, yes. What happened? Okay, uh, you remember the cabin? We told you we were at the cabin, right? We're, we were at the cabin. Yeah. Um, the the German guy, you know, the one that ran away, left the meat skin. Okay, yeah. Okay, uh, apparently he showed up at the cabin. Um, murdered a bunch of people. Looks like bikers. At the cabin? Well, near the cabin, near the cabin. Um, but at the cabin, um, he, he, we went out for a hike, uh, a, a little hike. We split up. He somehow had Trey 
brought Trey down to the mirror room. We all and chased. Charlie after. did a very foolish thing. Charlie did do a very foolish thing. Uh, Charlie shot the thing, the guy, and then when we woke up, we're uh, the rest of the group is not here, and the mirror is shattered or broken. And apparently they're in another universe. Another universe. How, how do you know this? Um, because I have a, a piece of glass here. Um, that's uh, apparently I can talk to them through it. Um, do you know <laughs> if Mr. Gray might know anything about this and or um, help, please? In any way, shape, or form. Wow. <laughs> um, so they're just gone in another universe. But you can still talk to them? Can you see them? Um, I can... I, I can't really see them. It just it looks dark right now. Um, but we were just having a conversation not too long ago. And they're apparently with... Uh, your mother? Uh, sorry, my mother? Your sister? They're uh, with Sophia? Mia. Mia? Yeah. So I'm going to need your help. I don't know what needs to be done, but I'm going to need your help. Well, yeah, I'll help. Did anybody get hurt? Um... Not that I know of. Trey is shooken up um, because his dad's not here. Um, Pete and Tucker are asking a lot of questions. Uh, a lot of questions. And I don't know how to answer them. So how quickly could you be at the cabin? It's going to be at least three hours. Okay. Um... Yeah, and tell Mr. Gray um, we have a lot of talking to do, and yeah. Okay, have y'all seen, have you seen Howard? Um, I called you first. I'm about to go see Howard to see about what can be done. I assume he's going to be here shortly since the last time, you know, we touched the mirror. He just came running down. I assume he's going to do the same thing if, you know, he's not already on his way over here. To brutally hurt me. Oh, yeah. He's going to be pissed. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Okay. Um, I'll deal with that later. But I need you to hurry up and get here. Okay. Well, I'll head that way now. I'll talk to uh, Mr. Gray. Okay. Perfect. <clears throat> okay. That happens on that end. Uh, Frank, what did you roll for? I just wanted to roll. Oh, <laughs> you rolled well, six and got five damn, successes. Damn, you had a really, you wasted a really good roll. Not really. No, no, I'll never roll 16 dice for anything. I just wanted to. Oh, you rolled 16. I didn't realize. Yeah, that, not six <laughs> dice, 16. Okay. So, um, Sophia comes back and she's like, okay. So, in order to. Get this mirror fixed. Um, of course, I will help you out and send you in the right direction. Um, it will require you to get some things. And the first thing is that you need to have enough people to know the spell. Um, It's something, it's a dimension spell. In order to, you need somebody with matter and um, multiple people can help out with this to, to do it. I think when we did it, it was, uh, there was 13 of us, something like that. 
to uh, to fix the mirror. So we'll need some people that are magical to help out. Um, the higher the magic abilities, the better. Um, we'll need some binding agents to actually fix the broken pieces because I assume it just didn't clearly break off into this one piece, correct? Yeah, there were some other cracks. Okay. So the mirror needs to be magically repaired, which um, you'll have to have some enchanted items, which it also requires magic users. There are some things that do exist out there, but they're harder to find. It's a lot easier to make. And then you're actually going to need to make... Um, the mirror uses blood to work. And you need enough blood to get through to the other side. So whatever creature, whatever you said, you, you shot... A Nazi. A Nazi. A Nazi. That was... That had patchwork skin from a bunch of bikers. So he was magical in a sense that caused the mirror to work a little bit more, but still, um, you need some blood to make the mirror work. How much blood? Uh, Are we going to have to kill somebody? Thing is, it has to be willing. Willing? How are, like, do they have to die? Could we just like all like conglomerately like throw some blood at it of ours? That's willing, and maybe together we could have enough. Maybe I'll have to reach out to some of my contacts to find out fully. On how much in quantity, but all I know is, according to the spell, it has to be willing blood. It cannot be something that's stolen or, you know, it has to be freely given. Um, which I would probably recommend, um, yeah, probably recommend uh, the blood should be the last thing you should get. Um, but let me do some research, and you might need to. I know there's a magical library near near uh, the university. Ooh, more into vampire territory. That um... is run by um, she's a vampire. Um. She goes by Bella, and she's uh, she doesn't run the library, but she's a major donor to the library. Uh, she is powerful, and she has connections, and she can get you. Um, she can uh, she can help you out, and then the binding agent. Um, she might be able to help you out there, but. But why would she be willing? Aren't the vampires, like, not very nice people here? Not all of them. There are a lot who have a lot of human capacity. So, vampires have to have a healthy relationship with humans. The lower-level vampires need to feed on humans for them to be, you know, for them to survive and not go insane. While the you know more powerful ones need to feed off magical creatures and other vampires, and they need the lower level vampires to be happy and full. So, um, so there's some vampires you know they have a healthy relationship with humans. Some they just you know. Not so much. The Rokewoods are kind of like that. Most of them anyway. They're just kind of bad. But there are some that are, you know, kinder. But she seems to be, you know, 
a little bit nice from what I remember. Um, but, you know, there's some other ingredients that you'll need to get. Um, I'll have to do some more research, but most importantly, you need the book. And um, you need a certain type of book. And I got to figure out which one it is. Um, I have to call some people, but you'll need a, a specific type of book that will help out with this spell. And that will probably be the best place to look first is at that library. So, so do we need to wait on you to tell us which book to get? Or should we go ahead and head there and see what this Bella lady knows? Or are there any other supplies that we could gain during the meantime? Anything to expedite the process, really. She's going to need to make a roll for this. Let's see. Um, she does not know the book, personally. Um, she'll have to go through her magical... Um, if you walk around the corner to what was one of the bedrooms, and she... Uh, she leads you all in there, and it is just floor to ceiling, all the way around, books. Um, but they're not like, you know, Tolkien or uh, anything like that. It's a lot of them are leather bound. Some look more uh, pink in color. Um, oh, no. But um, there's different assortment of books and stuff like that. And she's, uh, it's going to take me a while to figure out exactly where this could be. I assume it's going to be in this section here. But uh, you all could help me find it. Um, or you can go ahead and ask her. I somewhat trust her um what <laughs> well as much as you can trust a vampire she still thinks that i'm just a normal human and not magical in any sense okay what book do we need to acquire or do we know the name i don't know the exact name of it because When that room was created, it was done with very ancient magic. And I have a bunch of these ancient books in here. But I don't know if that if I have that particular spell to fix it. Now, her magical library that she has is more thorough than mine. And she also has better connections around the world to get these special items and special books. And she might have it. But I know that um, this was created well before you know England came here, before... You know, the Spanish uh, invaded the land. It was all indigenous people that control this area, and they're the actual ones to create it. Um, but they still broke spells into it to basically create this cabin. And then uh, it's a very long story. But um, our family was not one of the original members to create it or maintain the cabin and the mirror rooms. We just came later on. And so whoever has, I know there's probably multiple books that it was written in. I just have to figure out which one it is. And it could be in one of my earliest books, but your best possible way to find it or find someone who might have it, it would be her in this area without having to drive, you know, 
hours upon hours to go to, I don't know, New York, Boston, um, Chicago, you know, one of these other places that has a rather large library selection. But she might be your best bet locally. We need well, a orangutan. Like, sounds like we may want to split up. Maybe, you know, you could see what you can find here. And then some or all of us can go to this Bella lady and see what she has. And maybe combined we can figure out what all we need. How do y'all feel about that? I mean, I've had crazier plans. We've committed crazier plans. <laughs> Remember the guy with the flamethrower? Should have gotten the flamethrower. <laughs> you wanted the flamethrower from the man who had wolf skulls everywhere. I did want the flamethrower. The flamethrower was fantastic. I wonder if that man still exists. That would be a resource. Mm. 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 <laughs> Maybe he's a vampire hunter instead of a werewolf hunter in this world. That would be convenient. Um... Only one way to find out. Mm. Uh, so I guess we should start with this Bella lady and see what we can find out and then go from there. Yep. Look yeah. at that. See, this is the smart twin. <laughs> and, and He can't defend himself, Charlie. He's not here to defend himself. I feel like you can only make those jokes when he's here to mm -hmm. yell at you. But I mean, you're, you're not wrong. You're see? Not wrong. See? Where's the lie? <laughs> That's why I got eaten in the womb in this universe. They didn't need someone as smart as me, apparently. <laughs> We're just too good. Too good for this world. Well, so, Charlie, you weren't entirely. You never stop talking, do you? What? You just keep talking and talking and talking. Yes. Wait. Yes. yes. Wait, hold on. Come back. Um, so, who is going to uh, no. the librarian? No, no. No, hold on. I will, so be, I will be going providing that, I will be going providing that Olivia and Charlie stay here because oh, God knows the what they will say. Jake, I'm going to the library. You don't even you didn't know that the supernatural world existed until like an hour ago, okay? You're not going by yourself to the vampire lady. For once I agree. Well, I probably <clears throat> I probably shouldn't go because she might sense something about me. Frank, darling, you stay here with me. You help me look. And uh, Olivia? Yes. I, it's, it's, I, I knew you got your looks from your mother. Thank God for that. Um, <laughs> you're going to... Which, by the way, what does Charlie even look like anyway? That's a great question, actually. Oh, hold on. There's a picture of Charlie. Can we, can we circle back to the not, not entirely eaten comment? Nope. No? Nope. No? Was that a DM comment, not a, not a Mia comment? There we go. There's Charlie. Dick. Okay, who is that? Who is that? He looks very he looks stoic. Like a very old Jeremy Renner. <laughs> In DC 2008, I feel compelled to point out that the only truly magical librarian is an orangutan. <laughs> It's uh, Jimmy Perez from Shetland. What? Do none of you watch Shetland? No? Am I the only BBC nerd here? I guess yeah, so. Like. I, I know that actor, but not from Shetland. He was in <laughs> Primeval. Yes. Which is one of the most preposterous series ever. Is that who you look like, Stick? Yep. Yep. Yes, that is that is that is what Charlie looks like. Okay. That that helps out a lot. I, this is to answer. I think this is her. It's funny because if you say looks wise, I def Olivia definitely looks more like Charlie than Mia, but that's funny. <laughs> Blonde hair, all that. I think that's what Mia looks like. Fantastic. She had dark haired Italian, but somehow all of you came out dirty blonde hair. Thanks, Dad. Listen, I I can't help it. It just Oh, those know. those Nazi genes will tell out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're not wrong. Oh, all right. Uh, all right. So, um, 
darling, you stay here with me. You help your, you, I want to know all about you. Right. And uh, so I'll be I'll Mia. You, I'll tell you about your right. other grandchildren. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Since uh, Frank, you did die a lot younger before you got married. So, yeah, you, you didn't provide her any. Grand all right. So, uh, Frank. And Olivia, no, we're going to stay. Going to the library. No, you're not. Why the fuck not? Uh, Lucas, go to the library. Is anyone going to fight off uh, her? To Why would you fight me off? I'm the only person who is not dead and wouldn't be possibly recognized by somebody. Stop making that, that face. That, that's a fairly good point. That's Yeah, that's actually... Uh... I mean, ooh, nice, nicely done, Alan. Thank you. There I you love, go. I love you. I, I don't know who that is, but I can agree with it. Hey, Anthony, you want to tell me why Olivia should uh, stay at the house with Nona? No, I just, I just don't want you to have any fun, personally. Uh huh. Um, uh -huh. So, um, we should, we so should totally do a separate podcast about like Marvel movies. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're out there. Uh... Thank you for listening to another episode of Knoxville by Night, a World of Darkness playcast. We are on season two. Don't forget you can follow along on Twitter, Instagram, and Reddit for updates. Those links will be in the description below. We are also on Twitch so you can listen to us record live. If you join us through Patreon, you will also get a chance to listen to us record live, but also get exclusive content and behind-the-scenes moments that the Twitch people will not. Also joining Patreon, you will get early access to episodes, character breakdowns, and hidden episodes. You can follow us there or become a member for just as low as $1. Please leave a rating or review on wherever you listen to us, and as always, episodes will be released on Friday nights. Your players for the season have been... Alan as Jake, Brooke as Olivia, Luke as Frank, and Stick as Charlie. Storyteller is Anthony. The intro and outro is Wayfaring Stranger by Brian Mitchell. Thank you again and hope you all join us next session. Yes, give us give us your best <clears throat> lady voice, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> what does Nona sound like from you as opposed to Alan? Hello! <laughs> I'm sorry, that's Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Ma, open the door. Don't you love when two NPCs talk to one another? Uh -huh. um, so the uh, worst thing in the world is trying to put on a conversation between two NPCs while all the players just sit there and watch. I hated having to do that. Well, thing welcome to being a storyteller. Uh, I I'm used to having multiple conversations with the voices in my head, so this is fine. Uh, what? Uh, nothing. Okay. Um,